Hey, teacher friends, this is Kara Rickman from Create Your Balance with Literacy, and I am so excited to share this time with you today. I am a 23-year veteran teacher turned coach, mentor, and trainer to help teachers develop their craft in teaching cross-curricular. I cannot wait to share all of my tips and tricks with you today. Are you ready? Let's get started. Today's episode is all about literature circles and how to organize them. I love teaching reading through literature circles. It allows me to have an extra group of high readers self-managing themselves and using reading strategies to become independent thinkers. It does take a lot of time and work for me on the forefront with teaching and modeling, but it is well worth it. Many teachers I've talked to are afraid to try literature circles. They are afraid of messing them up or not teaching them the right way. Well, I have to admit, I was too at first. But with practice, I got better about my expectations and therefore my groups were getting more self-managed and independent. This then allowed me to focus more time and energy on my low readers during guided reading while my literature circle was meeting. They met on the carpet in a circle, still visible to me as I was sitting at my horseshoe table with my other guided reading groups. Here are some questions that other teachers have asked me. Kara, how do you organize this? How do I get them started? What reading levels do the students need to be for this? And what books do I use? I usually start my first graders in literature circles about in January. At this time of year, they are more independent and self-managed readers that can easily carry out their job roles with no problem. Each student has a red folder, or you can have any color folder you want. Inside their folder is a chapter book, a job role calendar, journal, and job description pages. I sit with them for about six times before they are able to carry this task out on their own. I have them sit at my horseshoe table first so we can practice what it looks like and what it sounds like. I prefer my students to be at least a level J or higher to be in my literature circle. I like to, for them to have the Magic Treehouse book to read, but anyway, you could use anything you like that your students might be interested in as long as it's not too hard or complicated to understand. I like giving them choices. So I'll put out some Magic Treehouse books for them to choose which one they like. I read Magic Treehouse to them all year long. So naturally, the Magic Treehouse books are a very popular choice. So when I tell my literature circle how they are now reading Magic Treehouse books by themselves, they are super excited about reading. And I just love that. Each student has a job role description page and a calendar that they refer to so they know which job role that they are for the day. I have six different rotation jobs. I have the discussion director. The discussion director is the leader of the group for the day. He or she keeps the, the group on, t- on task and makes sure everybody is working. The discussion director writes three questions in their journal about what they want to ask the group at the end of their reading time. The passage picker chooses a passage in the story that was their favorite and they write down their favorite passage and then at the end when they're sharing they read their favorite passage to the group. The artful artist draws a picture and illustrates their favorite part of the story and writes a caption about their favorite part. The literature connector writes text connections so they write a text-to-self connection or a text-to-text connection or a text-to-world connection. The summarizer is the person who summarizes the story. So they could write first, then, 
next, and last, after they read the part that they read for the day. The word wizard picks two or three words from the story that day to look up in the dictionary. I have a special picture dictionary that they use to look up words and definitions in. They, at the end of their story, the end of their writing time, they um, will share all of their journal writings together as a group. Here in the journal, they can refer back to the job description page if they ever are confused about their job. At the beginning of the journal, I have job description pages for all the jobs so they can always refer back. Of course, I model each job for them so they know what to do, but just in case, I found this very helpful to have in their folder because I will not be always around for them to answer ask questions. I have two different job calendars. I typically meet with my reading group, my military circle group, Tuesdays and Thursdays. But you could also do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And every day when they meet, they have a different job. You could have your groups meet two days a week or three days a week. And like I said, I usually have mine meet two days a week. I want the students to read one page a day. This way, they are not taking so long to read a whole chapter. It's okay if they don't read a whole chapter. Each student is responsible for reading their own page and responding in their journal in the back of their folder. So whatever job they have for the day, this is how they will organize their information to share with the group. When everyone's finished responding, then they'd each take turns to share their journal and this is where the discussion about the story can really take off. It's so rewarding to hear the vocabulary, inferencing, predicting, and talking about the story and they love it. Some of the templates that I use for their responses have their title, the author, the genre, and then they have to write what job they were for the day. Whoever the discussion director is for the day is my helper. They are in charge of the group, keeping them on task. They love this job because it makes them feel very proud. Every day that they meet, the jobs rotate. The discussion director will be a different person every day. The summarizer will be a different person every day, and so on and so on. The first six times that I meet, we all do the same job together. So I will start with the artful artist, the easiest job there is. The second time, we may do word wizard together. The third time, we may do the discussion director. The fourth time, we may do the summarizer. And the fifth time, the literature connector. So I spend every time all on the same job so they all know how to do it. After they have met six times with me, they are ready to roll by themselves. They sit on the carpet together in a circle. They each read a page of their story. They look at their calendar to see what job they have for the day. And they respond in their journal in the back of their folder. And at the end, they share what they have written for the day. They say, hello, my name is, and today I was the blank. And then they share what they wrote. I hope you got some good ideas for how to set up your literature circle in your classroom. If first graders can do it, I just know that other students, and especially older students, can really do a great job. I know that if you try it, you'll really love the outcome, and then it frees up your extra time to work with your low readers, too. If you're interested in seeing more of my literature circle resources, look in the literature circle. If you're interested in learning more about my literature circle resource, look in your portal under the section of the literature circles. I have a blog post that you can look at with pictures of my groups sitting together on the carpet. I have pictures of the discussion director, summarizer, artful artist, all of the posters that you can use. 
I have pictures of all the journals that you can copy. And I also have a, um, a resource that has all of those templates in it. So I hope that you learned something new today to try for your literature circles. And until next time, I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.